0: It's the end of 2021 and you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And with the end of another year in sight, it's time to think about what we've seen in phones. Much of the year has been spent inside, but that hasn't stopped phones, even if it felt like they were smaller in number this year. In 2021, there was one less phone company as LG bowed out in April, leaving phones internationally, while others stepped up locally. TCL started becoming more aggressive in mobiles, as did Realme and Vivo, at least in Australia and Oppo has a foldable on the way. But there have been standouts in smartphones in 2021, and so we've assembled two of Australia's best technology journalists and reviewers to talk about them, starting with the best flagship phone. My
1: picks for the best premium phone would go to Google's Pixel 6 Pro, which delivered a lot of pro features, some really, really nice performance, good cameras, a good all-round phone, but a phone that critically was a bit cheaper than we were paying for other flagship. Phones, Which means it's just better value if you're after an Android
0: especially that is the phone to buy That's Alex Kidman one of Australia's best reviewers and someone We're in total agreement with when it came to Android the Pixel 6 Pro really nailed the feature set great cameras a high-quality Design and it's the first phone in Australia to support both types of 5G sub 6 and millimeter wave It just stands out in all the right ways and delivers the best-in-class for everything on Android on the other side of the fence There's the iPhone 13 Pro and Pro Max and both of those phones were pretty much agreed with as well.
2: The best flagship of 2021 is easily the iPhone 13 Pro Max. It's expensive, but you get the best camera out of any phone this year, and more importantly, the best battery. In a year where many flagship phones struggled to last a day, The extremely reliable battery has led me to keeping the iPhone 13 Pro Max as my daily driver.
0: That's Alex Horish from Whistle Out, another of Australia's best phone reviewers and journalists, and one we agreed with entirely. The biggest iPhone of the bunch this year, Apple's 13 Pro Max sports three great cameras, the fast and lovely ProMotion screen, excellent performance and design. It really just gets the whole package right. There's a smaller model in the iPhone 13 Pro, mind you, and for a nice change this year, it actually was very much the same. I particularly like the
1: iPhone 13 Pro, excellent camera and the
0: fact that it has the same cameras as the pro
1: max it's cheaper it's easier to hold in the head i actually find it easier to shoot photos with the 13 pro
0: The with the Pro Max. You still get that ProMotion display. It all works rather well. There are also foldables, but not too many. Even though we keep largely expecting this area to take off and go big, it hasn't really evolved that much. That said, there was one that stood out for all of us. Samsung's Galaxy Fold 3. It's a 6.2-inch phone that unfolds into a 7.6-inch tablet and features a fast chip, 5G, water resistance, and just feels like it's this year's evolved foldable. The last flagship phone I would
1: highlight would be the Galaxy Z Fold 3. And this, I think, is an important phone because it shows how foldables are evolving. And I really do think... Foldables are something that are going to be the future of those flagship premium phones. They've sort of pushed that basic slab phone concept about as far as you can. There's a lot you can do with a foldable. And the Z Fold 3 delivered a lot with S Pen support and water resistance. It's a much, much better phone. It's the first of their foldables that I could really recommend
0: if you can afford it. The price is a problem because while the $2,500 price puts it around other flagship phones, it's not necessarily cheap. That's not a deal breaker though because Australia got a lot of cheap phones year. We've seen cheap 4G phones, cheap 5G phones and even some phones that nailed value. Sadly this year that doesn't include a Google Pixel, because the Pixel 5a missed Australia completely and Google pulled the Pixel 4a from market. But we did get something else and it's one we all agreed on.
2: In a year where Australia didn't get the Pixel 5a, Motorola ended up surprisingly with the Edge 20 Fusion. The battery is reliable, the screen is lovely and the camera represents a big improvement over Motorola's past budget efforts. Better yet, you'll pay less Less
1: than $500. Motorola also really impressed me in the budget space. The Motorola Edge 20 Fusion, really, really good phone, great
0: cameras, works well. The Moto Edge 20 5G Fusion is a phone both Alex has agreed was good value and we do as well providing a 6.7-inch phone with 5G and a 108-megapixel camera for the $500 mark, something that beats so much of what's out there. All that leaves is what's coming. 2022 won't take too long to see new mobiles, and it means there's a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out, starting with, possibly, in the next couple of weeks. We'll be here to talk about them all, so stay tuned. Thanks to both Alex Kidman and Alex Horosh for coming on the show. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode appears every week on Listener, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care.